1201 Sports is brought to you by Central Coaching, allies in holistic coaching and educational program development. Essential Coaching aims to produce exponential generational change by creating the deepest connected coaching community in the world. Your pain points are real. Coach and Essential Coaching wants to help you feel more fulfilled and happier in your career. Join coaches and educators spanning three different continents for real, relevant, necessary professional development. 1201 Sports listeners can take 15% off with code 15 for 1201 on any service or a premium community membership. To learn more, visit www.essential-coaching.net. Essential Coaching, Empowering Coaches. Showtime! Boogity, boogity, boogity! Ooh, let's go racing today, boys! Woo! The Giants win the pennant! And Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship! Oh! Rebound box! Back out to Allen! History title! Welcome back to another edition of the 1201 Sports Show, the Friday show. It is your host, Tyler T. Kane Cloud, here with Kyle the Intern. Brother, how you been? Man, I've been good. You know, I'm glad we're finally able to clear the air after that um, wonderful little World Series, little feud we had. I'm glad to be back and um, ready to make fun of you as always. So how are you been? Uh, it, it's, been a, it's been a nice little... little um, hiatus you know from the friday show uh yeah so yeah you know it's just been business as usual that's good to hear man well uh glad glad to um glad to be back glad to get back on the horse or the bull um seeing as we're about to talk about uh one of your favorite sports um rodeo so let's let's get into it what's going on well tonight's the first night the national finals rodeo it's normally held in las vegas at the thomas and mac center but due mm-hmm. to the Nevada regulations with COVID, it's being held in Texas Rangers ballpark this year. So, you know, it's first time it's been in Texas in several years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's first night getting it started, you know, 10 nights of rodeo. You know, it's the, the biggest rodeo of the year. All the all the big boys come out to play and see a lot of money get paid out. Yeah, yeah. So, um. With rodeo, obviously, you said they moved it to um, you said it was Texas Ranger Stadium, obviously because of COVID protocols. But what are they doing to protect themselves from mad cow disease? Ah, uh, you know they're they're <laughs> they're tossing them around in the dirt, riding them. You know they they don't give crap. They don't give a crap about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Um, not a whole lot to talk about today in terms of sports. Um, but moving on, I know obviously this week um, one of the I guess the bigger like stories that hasn't been talked about yet, which I'm kind of surprised about has obviously is obviously the um, boxing match that happened uh, basically tail into last week um, or less on the weekends. Uh, two biggest fights. I think most everyone's kind of talking about right now is the uh, Jake Paul fight. And then the uh, Tyson versus Jones fight. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd think, call the, the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight a fight. Yeah, yeah, it was more of a beatdown, really. I mean, a lot of hilarious means that came out of it. Obviously, Jake Paul easily won that one with a knockout. Um, I think it was in the first or second round. I think um, it was the second round. Yeah, second round. Because I know it wasn't the – I remember it not being the first one. But I don't know why I just was confused with that for a second. Um, basically, massive kind of a right hand coming from Jake Paul. Nate went to the ground, pretty much didn't come back up. 
Um, he said he was going to shock the world, and I think he shocked the world in how terrible he was at, uh, at boxing. Um, simply put, I mean, Jake Paul was just stronger. There's really nothing else like about it. He was just a better fighter, easily. Well, plus, he's um, a little bit. Kind of, he's a he's a bigger guy anyway. He's got he's got a bigger reach because yeah, Nate so Robinson was, is not a big guy. Yeah, Nate Robinson is not a massive guy. The thing though is that when you kind of look at him side by side, I mean, yeah, Jake Paul is bigger, but he's not massively bigger. It's only, I think it's like four inches more or less on him. I'm, I might be wrong on the actual height measurements, uh, but Nate Robinson just got outclassed and he was just wasn't as strong. He just go, didn't go in there as prepared as a, as Jake did. Um, it's kind of a weird, weird day whenever two non-boxers get kind of a national stage with money on them, like an actual professional fight. It kind of goes to show that just about anybody can do it. So, you know, I kind of, I'm kind of thinking, I kind of believe in myself. I might, I might throw my hat into this ring. I might slim down a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like I a might, lot, I might a call, lot, lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I might, I might try and go for this myself. I mean, well, you know, well, if, you if know, a, you know, they only they were the the deal was they got six hundred bucks each to fight. That's, that's not include. That's not including the TV deals and all that. That was the contract. Was they each got six hundred dollars to fight that fight. Dude, I'll I'll fight. I'll get my ass kicked for six hundred dollars. What are you talking about? Don't piss on my dreams over here, sir. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. Before you lose a bunch of weight, I mean, just go out there and get your ass kicked for six hundred bucks without losing. Well, you a bunch know, of weight. you know, I, I like to think that I'm I'm um, I'm resourceful and I can do this without putting a whole lot of money into it. I like to think that I can do that. Um, it's probably not going to work out for me in the end, but I, I like to be a believer. I like to be an optimist. I'm a glass half full kind of a person, if you will. But moving on from uh, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, I mean, again, we're not talking about really anything new at this point. It's just stuff that hasn't talked on the show yet. Uh, the Tyson Roy Jones um, exhibition match, which I think basically all of the fights that were exhibition match, no one fought for any one particular thing. If yeah, if it, it was mistaken. all exhibition. Yeah, which I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a it was a pretty good fight. Um, the Tyson Roy Jones fight uh, was eight rounds, two minutes each. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it came down to a draw, and I am not – I don't agree with that. Whenever you actually go back and watch it, Roy Jones landed some really good hits on uh, on Tyson. I'm not denying that. I mean, obviously Tyson did the same thing. But when you kind of watch it basically through the end, I felt that Roy Jones was holding on to Tyson pretty much the entire night. It wasn't – I mean, again – it was good, you know, back and forth, but I mean, I don't really like the way that they kind of called it. If I'm also not mistaken, because uh, I watched the very end, it was kind of weird. At the end of it, they kind of said that Tyson won, and then when I I got like a bunch of different like updates, the main uh, first one from Bleacher, they ended in a draw. So I went from the beginning, or not really the beginning, but I went from the end of that fight thinking that Tyson won, and then like 20 ish minutes later, more or less, it said that. It was ended in a draw, so I don't really know how they did the scoring. I know it was kind of obviously it was different. They had celebrity judges and shit and shit there, but I kind of thought that Tyson really should have won that fight. I am no judge. I am no professional when it comes to boxing yet. Um, the key word there is yet, uh, but I like to think. But I think that Tyson kind of won that fight more or less handily. I don't really agree with the call, but in the end of the day, I mean, it was fun. It was a it was a nice little just kind of I guess palate cleanser uh, for sports, if you will. Um, but anyways, well, in the year of, in the year of 2020, kind of it was a, a nice little so, reprieve of, you know, just something that's just off the wall. So, I mean, it, it was, it, it was what yeah. it was. 
I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was like, it was cool. I'm not mad at it by any means, especially, you know, for a couple of months ago, we were talking, um, I remember the, one of the last times we talked, uh, how many weeks ago, we were kind of saying that, you know, we were getting a little kind of, um, fatigued with like the back to back sports. Uh, cause at one time it was like, we had the NBA going on during the, uh, the, like the world series with baseball and the whole world series postseason was like, what a month or something like that. Not even really, yeah. it wasn't drawn out by any means. And we also had the NBA going at one point. I mean, it was just like all this stuff going at the same time. And so now that we're kind of getting, I guess, into our offseason or also, I guess, the sports offseason as well, having something that's off the wall, kind of out of left field like this was definitely, for me, a welcome side. I was really happy. I mean, even if it's just, uh, you know, Jake Paul. I mean, it's kind of like watching, you know, like Big 12 or whatever like that. It's like you don't really care who wins. It's just a nice little – it's just fun to watch to kind of begin with. So yeah, like I said, I'm happy for that, and I know um, I know that a lot of people were definitely happy with that, happy about that, and especially the memes that are coming out from the Nate Robinson, uh, you know, knockout. That was definitely, uh, definitely yeah. I mean, I, I think I think from that aspect alone, it's definitely worth it. You know, for all the memes that we've gotten, all the just just everything that we've that has come out from it, it's it's quite hilarious to see all the, you know all the memes that have come out and, and to really see Nate Robinson, you know, take, take those punches as well and just roll with it and, oh, yeah. and enjoy it and have fun with it. So, uh, you know, and look, you know, hat, hats off to him. You know, he, he went out of his element into something that that's foreign to him and he had a good time. I mean, that, yeah. what, what more can I've, you ask? He had a good time, made a little bit of money. I mean, it, so um, just something I just kind of thought about. So since we now live in a world where YouTubers can kind of call out basically anybody. Let's just, you know. Well, he's already called out, out Conor McGregor, so. Which I really hope he does. I, do, I hope he goes no, to he, that fight. I would, oh, oh, it's happening. It, are are you would, saying it's happening? I would, oh, I don't, I'm not saying it's happening, but he has called out Conor McGregor. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I, I saw I that. I thought, I thought you were about to say. Shit rot. I thought you were about to say that he actually, like, like, has already gone through and filled that out, like, for the paperwork or something like that. I was about to freak out. But now that we live in a world where YouTubers can actually call out people to fight, get a pro card, you know, and do an actual like boxing match where money is actually put on them now in terms of being professional. That kind of opens the door up for just about anybody, I guess, if you will. So my question to you is if you, and I know this is a big if, I know it's a big if, if you got in shape and got your pro card, who is someone that you would want to call out in terms of celebrity to fight and actually go through with it? Floyd Money Mayweather. Really? Yeah. I senior mean, or it, it, senior or junior? <laughs> junior. Okay, I was about to say. I mean, the money's gonna be there. I mean, the money's oh, yeah. on money's gonna be on the table. I'll get my ass whipped for however much money. I don't care. Yeah. Just so just let me cash in that bag. Okay, so let me rephrase the question. Who is a celebrity or really anybody? that you would like to call out for a professional boxing match that you think you actually legitimately have a chance of beating? Um, man. Beetlejuice. And that's a- look, look, little, little, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Go that's just me. That's just mean at that point. Um... So he would he would have the height on me. He would definitely have the reach on me. But I would like to fight James Harden. I'm gonna I I I'm gonna die on this hill. I I if I got in the best shape of my life, and I know, again, he has the height and went on me. I think I I could get the strength 
to really land a couple of hits on him. I, I think I can go to toe to toe with uh, with James Harden. And um, James Harden, if you're listening to me, please don't hurt me. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's 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 uh, plan this out first. <laughs> but no, that's a uh, I would I would go with that one for in terms of actually like celebrity or whatnot. I would like to I would like to fight James Harden. Yeah, I mean that, that's my thing is I'm just I'm not an imposing figure, I'm not very tall <laughs> yet. So yet, <laughs> yeah, yet. Uh, yeah, so I, that's just fighting's never been my style. I've never been good at it. Shocker. Yeah, I know. I know that, I know that blows everybody's mind that I'm not good at fighting. But yeah, you know, I, give me Beetlejuice. You know, if anything, it'll be comedic relief. If anything. Yeah. Well, talking a little, or kind of moving on a little bit from uh, from basketball and boxing, um, just for straight bo- uh, basketball, we have a couple of major trades going on right now in the NBA. Um, the big one that I saw, I think, it was today. Was uh, Westbrook is going to DC? Correct. Well, that was actually yesterday. It was actually yesterday. That was on Wednesday that that came out. There, yeah. the the Washington Wizards are sending John Wall and a first-round pick to Houston for Russell Westbrook. Russell yeah. Westbrook becomes the first former MVP to get traded in back-to-back years. Dang. That just that just that just shows you nobody really wants to play with him. You know, James Harden yeah. had his pick of, you know, of of John Wall, who was notorious for not being fun to play with, or Russell Westbrook, who is also notorious for not being fun to, to play with. And he chose John Wall. I mean, Russell Westbrook, I mean, he is an electric player. He's fun to watch. But yeah. in terms of, of trying to win and go and chase a championship, he's just he, – he's not the guy. He's not a great teammate. I'm not saying he's a yep. bad teammate, but he's not a he's not a guy that you want to really. He doesn't when he's on the court. inspire court, people. When he's on the court, the basketball doesn't really flow. I mean, because he he is he is a ball. I say this in the most endearing term. He is a ball hog in the best way. Yeah, the fact that, that he makes stuff happen. He gets guys open when, when he dribbles, and that's not really how basketball is supposed to, to be played. Basketball, you know, it's really you know you pass and never let the ball hit the floor. You know constantly had the ball moving and that's you know rhythm basketball and, and he kind of doesn't play to that and that that's really yeah. his biggest down point and, and it's kind of the same with John Wall but he he spreads the ball a little bit better but yeah I mean this is one of those I think I think Houston got better just by getting rid of Russell, Russell Westbrook yeah I don't know I mean I haven't really kept up with uh, Westbrook that much. Um, the kind of thing that I was more or less focusing on is I know that um, I know that James Harden has been trying to basically get out of Houston for the last little like last little bit. Um, that was kind of the only thing that I really, I guess, like paid attention to. But it, it does bring up an interesting point where Westbrook has been traded in back to back years, and you make a very interesting point about people just don't really want to play with him, really kind of based on his play style and just how he is as a teammate. So I do the thing that I think that does obviously kind of say a lot, but I mean again, it I haven't really been keeping up that much with uh with the Westbrook story and kind of like where he's been going and things like that. Uh, another kind of update, if you will, is that now all three of the Ball brothers are now in the NBA and have been signed. Um, God help us. God, God help us. Uh, Lonzo got his extension with the um with the uh Pelicans. with the Lakers. 
sorry, Pelicans. And then who, who was the ball brother with the Lakers? Because I thought that, for some that, reason that, was, that was Lonzo was with the Lakers. Love got the Lakers. Traded, got traded, traded to the Pelicans a couple years ago. Yeah. And he got his extension. LaMelo got drafted by the, the Hornets in his past yeah. draft. And the Pistons just signed Leangelo, completing Leangelo. the trifecta of the Ball Brothers being in the NBA. And I just – I'm dreading hearing from LaVar. I, 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 yeah. I don't think anybody really cares for LaVar anymore. I think everybody really hates him for the most part. He's yeah. an idiot. But, yeah, I mean, LaMelo and, and Lonzo were, were clearly the better two of the Ball Brothers. Yeah. Angelo's a good a, – a decent ball player, but he, he's not on the level of his two brothers. Well, the thing with Lonzo is that um, I used to hate on him a lot back when he was at the Lakers. We got first – we uh, first got um, drafted and whatnot. Because um, there, I forgot what the other guy's name was, which kind of goes to show – how like what the kind of star power is of a uh, of the ball family, and Lonzo just the way he shot the ball, like his shooting technique was just so broken and so backwards, and he was shooting terrible. I think if I'm not mistaken, he had the worst shooting percentage of any rookie in the first I think 30 days, if I'm not mistaken, of any rookie ever. He just was it was just he was garbage shooter, but he was relatively okay and decent and everything else. Um, Obviously, since he first got into the league, I think he's obviously gotten better, which, you know, is, is a fair thing to say. And, I mean, and, you know, anybody can get proof. And the thing about his shooting style was that, you know, that is something you can learn. You can break that down and kind of fix it. The problem, though, is that with his shooting kind of style and technique, he had to break everything down. So, you know, him getting an extension obviously kind of goes to show that at least the Pelicans think that he's worth keeping. And, you know, well, he, he is, I'm happy. defensively, he is really good. He's a really good ball yeah. handler, really good passer. So you don't really need him to be a good shooter. But yeah. I think I think you take – You have to take into account yeah. the fact that he was one of the top, if not the top uh, draft pick. Yeah. I don't remember what his draft number he, was. He was like I mean, the, the was, third, third pick, I think. But, we'll you know, just say you, second. You, I, have to, you have to look at it and, and like what you see, though, because he is will, he has proven that he is willing to get better. He is willing to, to make adjustments to get better. So you have to yeah. like that. So I think I think from that, you know, plus you you factor in his defense abilities, his defensive abilities, his passing and his ball handling. Yeah. He's a really solid point guard, you know, just from those mm-hmm. aspects. And your point guard, you don't really need him to be a shooter. So I mean he's kind of got that going for him. Talk um one of the last times we talked, we uh, asked you um who you saw as the future of the NBA in terms of like the players after Harden or not Harden uh, after James and so on and so forth. And you talked a couple of different names. Do you see any of the ball brothers being like the, no. the next face of the NBA? No, you don't No, They're, they're all solid players. Uh, I think, I think LaMelo and Lonzo are probably B to B plus players. They're not that yeah. a, that a plus tier. They're, they're solid players that, that'll, they're like a Rajon Rondo, th- those type of players. That, they're that that missing link sometimes that kind of takes you from being a, a a good team to a really good team. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're not they're not going to be the face of a franchise. They're not going to be the the face of the NBA. But they'll they'll be decent players. They'll be good players. You don't even see Lonzo being the face of the Pelicans. No, no. Zion and Brandon Ingram. That's that's their their faces of the franchise going forward. Yeah. 
I gotcha. Um, I just wanted to drop that random question, see what your input was on that. I kind of see Lonzo being the face potentially of the Pelicans. Um, moving forward, I would like to see the Pelicans kind of do for Lonzo and Zion and Ingram the same thing that like Joe Brady did or Stevens Binger did for uh, like LSU and Joe Burrow, just kind of build that entire team and their strategy around like just all the strengths of those players, you know, is that ever going to happen? Maybe not, but obviously we've kind of, we can see that, um, you know, Lonzo's ability is inherently more defense and passing the ball and not really shooting. And he has other players rely on that. So I would like to kind of see the Pelicans build that kind of strategy, just like we talked about them kind of building around the shortcomings of Zion in terms of like his physicality. Yeah, I like to kind of see if they could do that. And I, I do think that Lonzo could be a good face in terms of at least a franchise. But I kind of agree with you that I don't think that they're necessarily going to be like the face of the actual NBA as a whole. I don't think they're going to be the next LeBron James. And I don't think we're ever really going to see like the next LeBron James maybe in a, for a good while. I'm not going to say he's our like once-in-a-lifetime kind of a thing, but I don't see them being like the next LeBron James. Yeah, because you've had, you've had MJ and you've had LeBron. I mean – and Kobe all in a lifetime. So you can't Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think any of them there's really no such thing as a once in a lifetime player in the NBA, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that Steve Curry was gonna be kind of the next, was gonna be up there for a while. And he was, but I think his regressions really kind of has shown like his weakness as a player. Not that he's a bad player by any means, but I don't I I, think, I used to think of him as like an A plus plus, but I mean he he, he of, definitely he definitely is. He he's just He's dealt with injuries the last couple of years. That that's what's really plagued him is, is a couple of injuries. Yeah. But when he when he's healthy, I mean he is he is as good as insane. anyone else. Yeah. Moving on a little bit from the uh, NBA, going down to college basketball. Do you have anything to really say about that? Obviously, we've started to kind of back up. Um, anything too major that's happened in the early days of it? Nothing really has happened yet. Guy, look at LSU. The basketball team is looking really good so far. Duke has got some yeah. some growing pains are going to go through. Michigan State's going to be good. Gonzaga's going to be good. Kansas is going to be good. I mean, it's going to be a lot of usual sus- suspects. You'll get a, another – you'll get a team in there that kind of didn't see coming. I think LSU can kind of be that this year. A team yeah. that's going to be one of those middle – probably be a, a middle seed in the tournament that can – that'll be a matchup nightmare for anybody pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you're, you're really going to see a lot of the same – Blue Bloods, usual suspects, come come March again in the tournament. But you know, it's college basketball. It's so much more fun to watch than the NBA. You know, yeah. you really get to see that passion. I mean, plus you get the. We're not really getting it this year from the the student sections, and you know all of, all of the passion that goes into college basketball. But you know, just just all of that, you know, really contributes to why I think college basketball is better. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just. We didn't get the tournament last year. I'm looking forward to getting it this year. But yeah, I'm I'm just glad to have college basketball back. NBA will be back really shortly. But, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, good to have basketball going on right now. Absolutely. Um, I know obviously it's very very early. Um, you kind of mentioned a little bit in there that your teams to watch right now are going to be like LSU, Gonzaga, things like that. Um, anything anything beyond that, or, or is it kind of too early to tell? Right now, it's a little too early to tell. The ACC is going to be loaded as usual. 
Yeah. SEC, SEC is going to be low-key good. Big Ten's going to be good. And then you're, you're probably going to have, you know, some mid-majors that are going to be pretty good, like your, your Wichita States. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's probably going to be one of those, your usual suspects. Last year would have been a really good year for the tournament because you'd have had a lot. There was just so much uncertainty. There's so much parity in the in the in college last year that last year would have been a really fun March Madness to watch. This year, I just yeah. don't see that being there. So yeah, I think I think you're really going to see your, you know, like like I said, your your Dukes, your Michigan State, your Gonzagas, really rise to the occasion again this year. Your UNCs, just. Your, your traditional blue bloods. I think that's really yeah. gonna see that that happen again come March. All right. Sounds like the uh, kind of the division to watch right now is more or less SEC along with the blue bloods, and we'll kind of keep on revisiting this. All right. That's about all I had written down. Yeah, there's, there's just there's not a whole lot going on right now, so it's kind of kind of you know going through what we can find, and but yeah, you know. Once we get basketball yeah. going back really good, we'll we'll start picking up on on more stuff. But yeah, you know, we didn't talk about this because um, we didn't really have the show. Um, any any words on the Masters or PGA Tour in any, any that good old good old fashioned golf? Uh not not really. Haven't really watched a lot. Which I didn't even watch any of the Masters to be completely honest. Which is really rare for me because that's one of my favorite tournaments to watch. Yeah, but I just you know. It's 2020. I'm ready for 2020 to be over with, so I can be done with sports and just yeah, get to 2021. That that's just that's where I'm at right now. Let's just get to 2021, turn a new turn a new page and just kick it from there. That, that, yeah. That's 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 really where I'm at. I'm just I'm done. The only thing on uh, on golf that I can really that I can really say was that I was um I kind of watched a little bit of it and I like looked at my dad. I was like, you know. I was really supposed to be uh, I was supposed to be on there and he looked at me and was like, Yeah. I was like, Yeah, I guess my invitation just got lost in the mail. Uh, or maybe they just saw my uh, my slice to the right the other day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm kinda with you. Um I'm still watching sports here and there, but I'm about ready for uh, about ready for twenty to be over or twenty twenty to be over with, ready for twenty twenty one, ready for COVID to be over with, ready for sports to go back to normal and all that good stuff. But um anyways, uh like I said, that's about all I have uh, all I've written down. So, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Central Coaching. Go check them out. Use our code, 15 for 1201. Take a listen to our other shows, our Monday show, our Tuesday show, Wednesday show, Thursday show, and the Friday shows. We've got a show for basically anything under the sun. So, check out our, all of our other shows. For Kyle, the intern, this is Tyler, the rest of the guys at 1201 Sports. Remember, even when we're wrong, we're always right.